It's been described as an execution-style killing. Two Australian police officers and an innocent bystander have been shot dead in an ambush at a Queensland property. Rachel McCrow and Matthew Arnold, aged 29 and 26, were following up on a missing persons report when three shooters... Two men and a woman dressed in camouflage opened fire. It happened yesterday afternoon in the tiny town of Wayambilla, population about 100 and about 300 kilometres from Brisbane. Two other police officers managed to escape, both injured. A neighbour was also fatally shot. The three killers were shot during the siege. Joining us now is Queensland Police Union President Ian Leavers. Thank you for joining us, Ian, and first off, our sincere sympathies for the death of your two officers. What do you no, know now? The... Sorry. What do you... Sorry, Ian, what do you know now about what happened at the property? What we do know is police were... It was a routine business as usual, uh, call for service in relation to making inquiry about a missing person. And police have attended to this rural location and uh, police have uh, gone over the fence. And as soon as that has happened, uh, the uh, murderous cowards... The trio of them uh, of immediately starting uh, firing uh, rounds at the police. The two police were uh, were hit. They dropped to the ground, and their two colleagues who were coming in behind them, they managed to uh, retreat and uh, seek cover. And what I do know is the uh, these murderous cowards, which is what I will call them, have then gone up and executed the two police who were lying on the ground. This is something that has never happened in Queensland and the shock to uh, people in the local community and the, the ripple effects had across the state of Queensland, Australia and New Zealand, it's just, it's been too much to bear in many ways. It, uh, and even people coming to the police station of all ages, all walks of life are just coming up and showing their support to police. But what I do know is after the police were executed, um, one of the police, female police, who retreated, she hid in some long grass and these these cowards have then uh, lit the grass to try and uh, flush her out and she thought that if she stood up she would be shot dead or she would be burnt alive. Uh, fortunately, uh, that didn't occur and the male constable who was also had retreated, he had gone back, he had been shot, uh, he got into the police vehicle and uh, the vehicle was shot at, and fortunately both of those police have survived this. They spent the night in hospital, or the male police officer is still in hospital. Ian, I and, understand uh, the officer who was hiding, who was hiding and when they set fire to the grass. I understand she made calls, is that right? Yes, she did. She's, um, she was uh, contacting police, letting them know what had occurred, the location, to try and get assistance as quick as possibly could be. But in rural Australia, um, it is sparse and uh, support did come along. But uh, to her credit, she displayed uh, incredible bravery in doing what she did on communicating with her colleagues when she actually believed that uh, her life may very well come to an end. And, and her family? To, did she contact them too, Ian? Yes, I know she contacted her mother and she thought that... Um, uh, her life was coming to an end and she'd actually accepted that fate in some ways. But what is more interesting, she's only got nine weeks service in the Queensland Police Service and the uh, bravery that she displayed and her colleague as well 
is absolutely incredible. And fortunately, she was rescued by other police and these, uh, these murderous cowards did not get their way. But what I do know then is um, one of the local sergeants uh, got a team of up to 16 police and they went in and uh, our colleagues who were lying motionless on the ground they were actually, whilst they were being fired at, they pulled the colleagues away to a place of safety. But sadly, our two colleagues were, had already passed away. And so the bravery shown there, they just wanted to try and do what they could. And even just as tragic as the neighbour, he went to investigate the fire. He was uh, shot in the back. He did not even see it coming. And he has also lost his life. So three innocent people, through no fault of their own, have been murdered by these cowards. Ian, these people are described as being dressed in camouflage and obviously, well, what kind of weapons do we know? It sounds like they were prepared, Ian. What do we know about that? Well, and it is because it was a business, a BAU call for a missing person inquiry, but clearly, uh, and that is what we don't know, is they were armed with an assortment of weapons, a lot of ammunition, and they continued to fire uh, well into the night. Now, our special operations police, who ended up taking over, they continued firing relentlessly through the night. This was horrific, and clearly there was a plan in place, but our police had no information or intelligence to, dis- to suggest there was a risk, and really they were sitting ducks, and that's exactly what happened uh, yesterday afternoon, and it's just it's a tragedy, and these things shouldn't happen. And uh, as we know... What happened later is uh, our specialist police tried to negotiate with these uh, these murderers and uh, when their lives were put at risk, uh, they have uh, resolved the situation and the three murderers are now deceased. Is there any suggestion, Ian, or is it being adve- investigated whether these, these people, the killers at the property, whether they drew the police there intentionally? Look, part of the investigation will, will be to look at that and to see what, if there is any intelligence to suggest that, because this is not a normal thing. This is far from normal. And obviously we want a thorough investigation. That will be done by the Queensland Police as well as uh, an investigation on behalf of the coroner in Queensland to see if there was anything to suggest this may be the case. It's Because uh, this is just bizarre. This is not normal. These execution-style killings don't happen in Queensland. We've been very fortunate, but this is... We don't know, but uh, hopefully we can get something out of the investigation uh, which may shed some light, which will be of assistance to um, the families of our fallen police and also the colleagues who are suffering tremendously at this point in time. They're trying to come to terms with the grief that has taken place. And I know police are thinking, well, that could have quite easily been me. And uh, But that's the nature of our job. We never know. Uh, is unpredictable the nature of our work. We never know what will occur when we go to work and we may never come home. But that's across Queensland, it's across Australia and New Zealand and it's affected all police I know in Australia and New Zealand because I've been in contact with my colleagues uh, in every state as well as New Zealand. Ian, we really appreciate your time today. Thank you for joining us. And again, our sympathies extended to you and your fellow officers. That is Queensland Police Union President Ian Levers.